a lot of the women in my classes, they have gone through years. They, whether they have been um, working in a brothel, whether they have been in a strip club, whether they've been on the streets, um, they, they always think that they, their body is worth just a dollar sign or just that's only that they're worth, like their worth is only about their body. So bringing fitness and Jesus um, into the mix um, and just pouring, uh, just allowing the Holy Spirit to do that deep work, um, um, it frees them from that, frees them from the shackles that they have um, over their self, the self-hate, the shame, um, just the the what the enemy does to their minds. It allows Jesus to come and free that. And we see um, women that have loved themselves for the first time in 20 years. Um, that means a whole lot, and, um, and it's a miracle. Just doing the classes and hosting the presence of the Lord and really seeing the transformation in their hearts and them feeling equipped to go back to where they were, back on the streets or in the strip club, and go proclaim Jesus. When we say it's not about the fitness or it's not about the food, but it's about Jesus, that they could go back out and proclaim Him and invite others to experience the presence of the Holy Spirit because they have been touched by Him is, is totally unexpected and such a miracle and but God <laughs> when you're partnering up with um, Revelation Wellness you are partnering up with uh, the just the global mandate of spreading the gospel go going and making disciples it is it's the same it's the same so whenever you give you're giving into the kingdom Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa. We are gonna rev the word, move our bodies, hear some inspirational music, and do truly neurogenesis. We're gonna renew our minds here. Our bodies are gonna come along for the ride because they're part of it. Did you just hear that testimony there? Y'all, that's Julia McGathy. Her working with a population of those that have been sex trafficked and coming out, reconnecting back to their bodies. I mean, for a minute, that's really in some essence what we're all doing. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. We've all sinned. We've all done things with our bodies because we're in a body and it is beautiful and messy as we die to the old self and become a new self and the gospel gets spread as we come alive. So Julia's heart, she's one of our ambassadors, our Revelation Wellness ambassadors who works with marginalized communities. We have put her through training. We continue to take care of her after training in terms of support, whether it's financial, emotional, because she's in a hard place, but she's not overwhelmed. Why? Because she's with a very holy and whole God. We love her heart so much and she represents a myriad of ambassadors that we have, as well as our instructors, because in the end, we're all going out and spreading the gospel. I love how she said, but, God, right? But God, <laughs> everything. He's just wanting to interrupt everything and do what he does. And the global mandate that we all have to spread the gospel, 
You're not absent from that. You are, that is your assignment too, spreading the gospel. And that's why I get to train your body because I believe your body is the first thing that people, how you present yourself, how you show up, are your shoulders back? What's our attunement? What's our awareness in our body? And we're all in different places. For example, Julia's community, who's been literally sex trafficked, that takes some time to get back. The integration of the mind to the body has been so interrupted that that's just gonna take time. Can it be renewed? Absolutely. Neuroscience proves it. And the same for us, to different degrees and to different factors. None of us are holier because of, but we definitely, he who is forgiven much, loves much. So I wanna get our love up by recognizing, yeah, we would fall short without God, but God. So tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. Ugh. Giving Tuesday, you guys, this is what we do. We give because he first gave. Giving Tuesday, how we give and give away what we have shows where our heart belongs, who owns our heart, who, who possesses us, not what. So tomorrow kicks off Giving Tuesday. It's our campaign from now to the end of the year. It is our hope, our prayer, our belief, and we're believing that we're gonna raise $50,000 from now until then. And here's the fun part. Because you're a podcast listener, you guys get this information like first. And thank you for taking the time to listen the first couple minutes of these podcasts. Um, tomorrow, if you give on Giving Tuesday, we challenge you to give, you know, pray about it. Don't give, don't give begrudgingly. Give cheerfully. God loves a cheerful giver. And what would that look like for you to give to Revelation Wellness so we can continue to do this global mandate? Because wherever there's a body with breath, that's our mission field. <laughs> and at last check, seven billion. Seven billion. What do you say? I'm gonna need some resources to get to seven billion people in the world. So tomorrow, whatever amount you give, you will be getting a free Love Greater Than Fear donor shirt. And it is while supplies last. So uh, $20 or more gets you the t-shirt. To donate tomorrow, $20 or more gets you the t-shirt. Now, if you're like, I don't have it, I'm not paycheck hasn't ready, it's not come yet. You have the whole month until the end of the year to give. And although the shirts might run out, which they will, you have uh, any donation you give of $20 or greater qualifies you to win a free rest and rebuild retreat. Free, come on, let's retreat on us. Free, a value worth over, I believe $1,400. That's fun, so give. One more thing, anyone who gives $1,000 or greater, you are gonna be in my private Facebook group, my group only, it is limited spaces, for our next fitness challenge, which starts on January 6th, called Weight Loss, 30 Days of Weight Loss God's Way. All right, now you know all kinds of fun ways. Here, there's a link below, swipe up on the link for Giving Tuesday starts. You're gonna hear me just, it is my joy to exercise this freedom we have to be generous with our hearts. You guys are generous with your bodies here. I would love for you to be generous with those deeper places of your heart. And we're gonna talk about that today. We are gonna clean, clean house, clean heart, because nothing is better than pure hands, clean hands and a pure heart. God knows it all, God owns it all, God loves it all. We're not perfect, but we are being perfected by His love. Okay, are we ready? We are going to get, oh, by the way, the, the, the challenge signups are December 9th. 
that's when you can start signing up for the challenge. I'll talk a little bit more about that as we go. All right, let's get the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, lift your head. Remember, he's the lifter of our head. Wherever you set your gaze is how your posture, your, your body will get into alignment with that gaze. If you look down, you're going down. If you look up, your heart opens, that's beautiful. Now if you look straight ahead, level, chin, draw your head back, you're gonna move forward. All right, scale of one to 10. Today you're gonna be invited into some intervals. No, no, you don't have to do them. You, everything we do here is an invitation. So if you don't feel like, feel like doing it, don't do it. But here's the thing, what we, these intervals for us are never about the calorie burn. So turn your calorie counters off, who cares? Quality over quantity, quality of movement over how many calories you burned. It's just proven to be better for you. Last thing we need is to work out and increase our cortisol stress levels. <laughs> that just doesn't make any sense, but a lot of people do. That's called overtraining. It's kind of the addiction to fitness where it starts to boomerang. It's not really good for you anymore. Fitness owns you. You don't own your fitness. Same thing with our money. Money can own us. So let's get it right. Repent. You wanna get it right? Repent. Just say, oh yeah, I'm doing that. I know. You guys were so worried. Like no judging yourself. Awareness of yourself. No judgment, no condemnation, awareness. You want a way to a new life? Awareness without judgment. Becoming aware. So God, come on in. Make yourself at home, my favorite prayer, my favorite prayer. Come in. I open the door of my heart to you right now, God. We open our doors. We open our windows. Blow on in. Speak to us. Here we are, God. Getting breathless. Doing new things with our mind, thinking new things, saying new things, and moving our bodies, God. So Holy Spirit, lead us into all truth a truth that sets us free. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so December 9th, put your calendars, don't forget, kicks off the signups for our New Year's challenge, 30 days of weight loss, God's way. Oh yes, let's do this. 
daily devotionals covering all things fitness, food, things that were taken back and looking at it through the lens of God's love, His truth that sets us free. All right. And those signups will close on January 2nd. It closes, baby. Now you know. Scale of 1 to 10. Once y'all be a 6. You know you're a 7. Let's start moving towards a 7. That you can't close your mouth and breathe more than three breaths. If you can do three, that's good, but if more than three with your mouth closed, you're probably more, you're at a seven making your way up. We are gonna try some 10 moments today. We got another minute here, then you are gonna have a one minute push. If you wanna get up to an eight, nine, I would stay away from a 10 yet. 10 is all out effort. Let's wait on that. Cause we don't have to be kind to you guys. Be kind, try softer. There's a new book coming out. I'm gonna have Andy Kobler, the author on the show called Try Softer. Yes, I told Andy, just know I'm gonna be saying that everywhere. You don't need to try harder. We've done that. Softer. Softer requires integration. My feelings, my thoughts, my body. One minute. Go. Now, how do you know if you're doing more effort and still being kind? You have joy. Do you have joy? Thirty seconds. <laughs> Thanksgiving is another part of it. You're just so grateful, so grateful that you have the ability, power is ability, y'all. Potential. You have never met a human that does not have potential. I don't care what stage of life they're in. Three, two, come back towards a seven. Today's scripture, Luke eleven fourteen. Well, let me read you the whole verse, a little bit of context, a little bit of story. I love story. Luke 11, starting in verse 37. Stay a seven, you can go to an eight if you want. At an eight, you're on your best effort that you can maintain comfortably, but it takes focus. And listen, maybe for you today, that's a five. Cool. Verse 37. While Jesus was speaking, a Pharisee asked him to dine with him. Anybody go, uh-oh. <laughs> and I love it. So he went in. 
and reclined at table. The Pharisee was astonished to see that he did not first wash before dinner. And the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees cleanse the outside of the cup and of the dish, but inside you're full of greed oh, and wickedness. You fools! Did not he who made the outside make inside also? Verse 41, and this is our arm. This is our, our verse. But, I love, here's a but God. Jesus is giving them an option. There's, you're not stuck. But, give as alms those things that are within. And behold, everything is clean for you. Word of the Lord. Come on, keep your head up. This is good news. Oh, he's so good. He loves the hell out of us. He loves the greed out of us. He loves the wickedness out of us. Go get the shirt and wear it and explain it. Yeah, Jesus has loved the hell out of me. He has loved the orphan out of me, the loneliness out of me. He keeps my heart clean, pure. What a gift, what a gift. All right, one minute, go with joy and thanksgiving. Move it towards an eight, nine, one minute, just one minute, come on. But give as alms, which means charity. But give as charity those things that are within. I love that. Can you believe that? Can you see this? I'm gonna talk to you. 15 seconds. Four, three, two, well done. Slide into any place that feels like you can open your heart and receive good news. Let it invade bad news. Come on. What an amazing God. He's so good, you guys. He never turns his face from us. Not to these Pharisees. And by the way, this whole section is titled, Woe to the Pharisees and Lawyers. We're going to, if you read on, lawyers. Listen, they're both the same people. The Pharisees have turned the love of God 
into laws, the mercy of God into laws. They've lifted up laws higher than mercy, grace, forgiveness, right? They've, they've, and we all do this out of fear, fear of man, fear of loss of control. We all take the word of God, God's love. We're prone to do this, prone to wander. Don't we know it? So that's what the Pharisees do. Lawyers think, who needs God? Worldly living. No thank you to God. I'm doing just fine. But you know what keeps me fine are my laws, are my rules. We all have them. We're all prone to have them. But not you and not me. They give us death. The spirit gives life. The flesh, the unsanctified flesh, living based on what you can taste, touch, see, feel, hear, leads to death. Focused on the outside, yeah? You're letting your outer circumstance dictate the condition of your inner landscape, not you, friends. This is why we train. Come on, from the inside out, not the outside in. These are outside in people. These are people living on the curb, not realizing their intense city. They're homeless. God says, come on in. All my children, come on in. For God so loved the world, he makes a way. Oh. And then Jesus says, you're so concerned with the outside, but inside you're full of things. You're full of it. Right now, just say, Jesus, confess, I'm full of it. Love it out of me. <laughs> he calls them fools. <laughs> Gets his attention, get their attention. These are people that the world would not dare call fools. People that the world look up to because of their, their knowledge, their structure, their discipline, their self-development, constantly growing and learning. But for what? Y'all, if there's one thing that I show up to do with you, it's to keep your motives pure, to keep your why rooted in the things that will last. <laughs> I could. I could cry over it. I want your heart to go on and on and on, on and on. Love for God, love for people, love and compassion and kindness for yourself. Everyone, an eight, maintain an eight. You cannot close your mouth to breathe. Come on.
but can you smile? Can you feel hope rising? Can you sense God's presence in you, on you, around you? His pleasure in his right hand are pleasures forevermore. If you're, if you're dragging, take your left hand, reach out, let him grab you with his right. Soften your jaw. Now everyone, I'm gonna go quiet. Tune into your body. Tune in. Be aware. Where are you stuck? Where are you snagged? In your body. And how does it connect to any emotion, any repressed emotion? Where's joy? Where's Thanksgiving? If you don't have those two, your heart went Pharisee. Repent, do something different. Go a new way, start walking instead of running. Well done, nice job. That was a nice steady push, lots of joy. You can move back to a seven, you can move back to a five, whatever feels like, yeah. Well done. Okay, so let's look at this again. I love, listen, Jesus doesn't back off. He, he just stays rooted in his why. Isaiah 61, when he opened up those scrolls, I've come to set the captives free, to proclaim good news, freedom for captives, He's, he's remembered, this is my why. And he's seeing before him some captive, very busy religious people and some captive, very busy keeping rules in the world people. And he doesn't move off his mission. He doesn't go, oh, well, you know, I'm here having dinner. I should really, I should really be kind and now hear me, you have to earn the right to be heard, but he's Jesus. He's, he, when he speaks, everything changes. Now we build relationships, build. Love comes first, you build love. The truth does not get thrown out just so you can stay at a table. Come on, come on, can I get an amen? Those of you that have, listen, raise your hand if you have issues. <laughs> Every hand just went up. And if yours didn't go up, you're in denial. That's okay, stay with us. Next time you feel frustrated or you lose it, it's not so much to feel bad, 
but you act bad, you do something, and most likely you don't know you're in denial because you blame everyone else. It's everyone else's fault. <laughs> That's what these Pharisees and lawyers do, because they know the law. So you know, I can find a law, a rule that you broke, and just keep going round and round instead of, man, you know what's going on? My heart is greedy. I'm just, I'm wickedness in me. I want to be God. I need to know why. And that's the first road to condemnation. You want to, you want to know why. And you can't let go until you know why. Nope. That's judgment. You want to stay stuck or build a stronghold? Judgment. This is why Jesus says, judge not and you will not be judged. Condemn not and you won't be condemned. Forgive and you'll be forgiven. It's not our job. That's not our role. Our role. But in verse 40, 41, after he calls them fools about, you care so much about the inside, but inside, kind of crazy yo <laughs> and he says but give as alms those things that are within and behold everything is clean for you these Pharisees are busy cleaning item by item they're itemizing they're counting you didn't clean that you didn't clean that he's like man you're so focused on that it's something going on inside of you. And I love, this is his but God. This is his mercy. Here it is. He's offering them. Instead of judging them back, he offers them mercy. But give as alms, which means give as charity. Give as charity. Those things that are within. And behold, everything is clean for you. Clean this one thing. Offer everything within you as charity. You know the word charity means kindness. But give in kindness all these things within you. I love that. Right there, he's saying, give it to me, but don't give it to me expecting penance. Don't give it to me with shame. Give it to me in kind, because I am kind. Remember, I've always said to you guys, however, the God, you posture yourself as you come to Him is the God you get. If you come to Him knowing He's going to give you what you need, head lifted, He gives it. If you come to Him with your head hanging low, He'll meet you there, but He's going to spend time lifting your head getting you to understand again who you are. Both of them are very important. But I want to get you to that place. First start with, you can't even lift your head. Then look up towards his kindness. It's his kindness that has led you here. His, he's kind, he's in kind, he's kindness. We are kind because we are his kind. Everything, kindness, the word grace. The word kindness comes from the word grace. 
that which affords loveliness, goodness, kindness. Grace affords kindness. Grace paid for the kindness of God. Grace paid for that greed, that wickedness to get out of you. So Jesus is saying, offer those things to me. Everything within you, bring it to me as an offering. Not out of punishment, not out of shame, but out of hopeful hearts that you know that I will do something with that. Because energy, which is all emotions are energy, all thoughts are energy, it cannot be destroyed. It can only be transformed. So God takes what was there to destroy you and he transforms it. He brings you higher. Thank you, Whitney. <laughs> Isn't he good? Give those things that are within you and behold, everything cleans up. So good. Our last big working song together. I'm so excited. Let's just do the work with joy. Thanksgiving. Such a good God. Just tell him how great he is. Good. You don't deserve it. Nobody deserves it. Man, whenever I hear that statement, I cringe. Someone says, I deserve to be happy. You deserve to have that relationship. You deserve. I deserve death. I deserve fatigue, exhaustion. I deserve it. Because that's me earning. Dallas Willard says, grace is not opposed to effort. It's opposed to earning. Come on, preach. You guys, as you're moving right now, I need you to see the Holy Spirit reaching down inside of you and pulling out of you what feels like black heaviness. And it pulls it out and as it comes out of you, it's a gift. It turns into a gift. This is what Jesus died for. Well done, see it. all the things in your soul your dreams your desires your unmet expectations your fears your worries every all of it all that wickedness all that greed all that grasping purge purge out it comes and God sees 
Well, they're about to offer something of great value. This is why I sent my son. This is why the Holy Spirit intercedes. say this this is my charity God this is my kindness towards you God I'm giving this to you get to the root of it Holy Spirit all the way up all the way up great cloud of witnesses applaud what a good God y'all you see how he doesn't reject a broken heart he doesn't reject a messy heart he actually says now now we're getting to the root now we're getting somewhere and listen we have to do we have to practice this over and over. We have to exercise this over and over. There's no one and done. The only one and done is Jesus. Crucifixion, crucifixion resurrection, done. It is finished. The work is done. Now it's our work. This is why Paul says, continue to work out your salvation. God has done his part, but you grab out that, grab your left hand to his right hand, take him by the hand and keep offering everything within you. Y'all, this is why our money is not off the table. Nothing. So listen, I, I promise you I'm not doing this out of greed. I promise I'm doing this out of your freedom. And I'm just as accountable to this. There is nothing that I request of you that I don't make on myself first. And by the way, don't lift me up. I'm just human, I'm not perfect. I'm not holier than anyone, Jesus eyes on Jesus but here I am I love him so much he has saved me he's made given me a home he's given me a purpose a vision a passion that I can't help but do these things say these things I'm so compelled but this giving thing today or tomorrow morning is giving Tuesday starts set a reminder tomorrow you give 
Now, I don't care. I want you, when the question is how much do I give, how much can you comfortably give? Figure that out. And then, push past it. Just like we go to an eight, it's comfortable work. Like, I can do that, it's, it's, I can do it, you know, it's a little on my edge. When I take you to a nine or a 10, when I say go, it's like when Jesus says go. Go into the world, go. And we go, ah, but I'm only an eight, Lord. I'm not a nine, 10. He goes, I'll meet you at the nine, 10. So you have to act of faith. I don't have all that I would want to give. And then God goes, give, and I'll meet you there. So tomorrow, okay, Giving Tuesday, for this whole campaign, what's the eight in you? What can you comfortably give? And then push to the nine or the 10. So for some of you, I'm gonna, I can, it's okay. If you're like, I only have $5, push to seven. <laughs> you got $500, push to seven, push. Not, not, don't worry about where, you know, if you're, if you're cynical of where it's gonna go, you're already, there it is, greed, wickedness in your heart. Don't, just release it, release it and trust then that's on me. That's on me and my team and my board and my leadership. That's on me. And trust me, I carry that with great, great accountability. And do me a favor. Do yourself a favor with all leaders. When it comes to their lifestyle, their money, just stop judging. Stop it. God is accountable for all of it. We're so busy judging one another, being hard on one another like these Pharisees. Jesus is like, can't you see? It's your own stuff. This is why the church has a hard time being the church because we're so busy judging one another, watchdogging each other. Listen, the fruit will tell. The fruit will, sir, if you're seeing fruit here, sow into it. And I'm telling you, I challenge you on this. Listen, we don't do, this is all our once a year. Once a year we do these, these big gift, these big drives to give. And honestly, if there was ever a season, because this is such a season of receiving, giving gifts. We were, you know, good food, fellowship, invitations, celebration. And if you don't have that, would you do me a favor? Go to the website, look for an instructor near you. No joke, <laughs> their doors are open. Go to their class, get in community. You see, this is how we're multiplying the gospel. One disciple at a time. One disciple that disciples others. And listen, they have been thoroughly trained in how to have health within them so they can steward health for others. They're, they know that they're gonna have to deal with conflict resolution consensus prayer like they know that's their heart desire create healthy community create get the body of christ integrated connected the sinews the muscles the tendons working together right it's beautiful so go find them so for such a time as this where there's open tables celebration Lots of invitations for pleasure. I'm going to do a teaching on 
how to avoid the overeating cycle. And if you know it, you need to rehear it. But what I'm saying there is what a season now for us to give. Gosh, it's such a beautiful thing. So, offer, but give his alms those things that are within. What are those things? Let's see. <laughs> my need for romance, love, intimacy, my hopes, my dreams, my money, my, my vision for my family or future, relationships, lower body fat, whatever it is, all those things that are within you. And you guys, do you know, this is what's crazy. Our brains, they're so complex and powerful that any given moment, your brain can operate like all the different synapses that can fire so your emotion can connect to a thought or an action, you know, because your brain makes real whether it's makes true either little t truth which is my truth or capital t truth which is god's truth my brain makes true so as a man thinks so he is right but any given time <laughs> the opportunity the options for your brain are 10 times 10 times 1 million 10 times 10 or maybe it's a hundred million it's so many options. Your synapses could fire in so many directions that it's more than the atoms in the universe. <laughs> that is all in your brain. In your mind are opportunities and options that are more, they outnumber the atoms in the universe. In your mind. This is why I train your mind I bring in your emotions, grab in, grab, pull out of you the gift, pull it all out of you, scrape it out, look at it, because that becomes real. Your brain is gonna think something of it, but if you can just become observant of it, and then see, you don't have to understand it. And if you could offer that to God, that brings you into higher tea truth. It fires the synapse in the right direction so that all goes well with you as it goes well with your soul. And you will have good health. You will have good health. This is my gift to you. This is my paraphrase of Luke 11:14. But give in kindness all the things in your soul, your dreams, your desires, your hopes, your fears, and behold everything is clean, purified by fire, the fire love of God for you. All things, all things, behold him, offer it as charity. So prophetic act today, pull out whatever it is, offer it as a gift to God, offer it your hurts, your frustrations, your fears, your shame, your despair 
your darkness, your depression, your anxiety, your self-hate, your self-criticism, your hard-heartedness, your judgment, your condemnation. Reach in and grab it and pull it out as a gift. This is what he's asking. He's saying, give it to me as charity. I can do something with that. And then all things will be clean for you. All things, you won't need to keep account anymore. You, you won't be so busy with things that don't matter. So God, thank you for your word today. We thank you for how you invite us to give. You, we thank you that money is just a full extension expression of what's going on inside of us, Lord. We love you and I thank you for how you are making the body of Christ, the bride beautiful, that you are dressing her. You are lifting her head. You're putting a crown on it. And she's walking down the aisle, God, because you're coming back. In or out of season, we will be ready. And we're bringing others with us. That where we go, the fragrant aroma of Christ follows us. <laughs> that we invite. That we smile and that we love even those who don't love us in return. Thank you, God, for this great gift of grace. You are kind. Everyone say, you're kind. Everyone put your hands over your heart and say, I am kind. In Jesus' name, amen. to